I want to talk a little bit, amen, about from a subject, take it back. Take it by force. Amen. The book of Matthew, chapter number 11, starting in verse 10 through uh, 13. For thus, for thus is he. Of whom it is written, who I send my messengers before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Girl, I send to you, among them that are born of women, there is none risen greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent taketh it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Amen. What a great and an awesome God we serve. John the Baptist had a tremendous job to do. John had to do some starving us. He had to come against the odds. People had traditions that they had set into place. But John came on scene declaring a Jesus that could love you whether you're a Jew or Gentile. And when he came on scene, how many of y'all know when you come on a scene with something new, you've got to be ready for a fight. Amen. There's nothing like a tradition trying to tear down a tradition. Amen. When God has given you something different. And so it was, amen. John was coming against a tradition. And that tradition, amen, excluded all of the Gentiles. But John is saying this thing now has come down to a place where there has to be an acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ. The kingdom, amen, is preached. It suffered violence. And what, what you're talking about, amen, you've got to get violent, amen. You, you can't just take it back, amen, sitting down, begging and pleading. You've got to get ready to take it back, amen. How much have we lost? How much have we missed out on? Because the devil tried to make you feel less than victorious. Amen. But what you got to do is look at what the word of God has said about you. And stay on that word of God. Amen. He's not going to give it back to you. You got to take it. The Bible says the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil wasn't gentle when he snatched your stuff away from you, when he snatched your health away, when he snatched your joy away. It wasn't gentle. He just snatched it. And we got to go back and take back what the devil had taken away from us. Don't sit around feeling sorry for yourself. You got the equipment to take it back. You don't have to be a weightlifter. All you got to do is to be a Bible believer. You don't have to have a whole lot of cheering squad. All you got to do is praise the Lord. Because when you praise him, 
you raise him. God will come to your defense for you if you just praise him. And what, the, what this means that when John came on scene, he couldn't be timid. John had to be bold. And some of us who is in the world got a drink in us. We were the loudest thing in the place. Because y'all don't know about that, do you? And don't get some cracking cocaine. We would be the loudest thing in the place. But now all of a sudden we've gotten in church and we've gotten down to little church mice. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But I want to say that you got to raise up. God is looking for a people that will raise up. I don't care whether you feel it or not. It's not what you feel. It's what you know. One shall chase a thousand and two shall put 10,000 to flight. I was thinking about, amen, Jesus Christ and the thing that he'd done for us. And there was a scripture in the book of Revelation, amen, it was talking about uh, Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 through 11. Amen. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brotherhood is cast down which accused them before uh, our God day and night. Uh-huh. And they overcame him. Wow. Amen. But they overcame him by what? They were able to overcome him. And I want to say the same thing that they used to overcome the devil is the same thing that you and I have to use in order to overcome the devil. The devil's job is to make you feel less than. But I want you to know, amen, God has done something in your life that has put you above every demon. The demon has one place for you, and that is under your feet. Well, amen. He has no power over you, but he has power. He has put a place him under your feet. And we have, amen, that blessed assurance for Jesus Christ that as the devil, amen, tried to overcome us, tried to take us down, amen, he just can't do it. But amen, uh, not only that, but he, let me tell you what your victory is. Let me tell you what your victory is. Your victory is in your heart and in your mouth. Not in your muscles. There's a scripture in Revelation. I was looking for that one that says, he overcame him. He put him to a stop because he had a two-edged sword in his mouth. Somebody get that from me. Two-edged sword in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And to the what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Let me tell you something. Y'all might not have known it, but you got a two-edged sword in your mouth. You can't see it, but you got a two-edged sword in your mouth. Dr. Brooks was saying, what are you looking at? My question is, what are you talking about? And to let you know the importance of the mouth, the first thing that you know about salvation is the conviction of the heart. And after the conviction of the heart, the next thing is the confession of the mouth. Because with the heart, man believe it. And with the mouth, confession is made. That's why the devil wants you to get some of your uh, doubting friends and get you to talking with them. But you don't need no doubting friends. You need somebody that got some faith in God. I'm a witness that if you talk, you can talk yourself out of trouble. Is there anybody in the house who have talked yourself out of trouble? If I'm talking, if I'm down, and I'm talking to somebody that's down, all they're going to do is curve me down. But if I'm talking to somebody that says, I know God will make a way out of no way. When I'm going down, I'm not going to talk down. I'm going to talk up. Hallelujah. Some days your heart may be overwhelming on the inside of you. And let me say this too. How the importance of the mouth. God was showing me that when the Tower of Babel was about to fall, what he did was get in their what? Mouth. And confuse their language. They couldn't do it because they were on the same term. When the day of Pentecost came, that's why I'm going to tell you what. In a day in which we are now living, don't let nobody give you no fake tongues. We used to say back in the day, I turned around the altar until I received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give utterance. Because see, if you, if I got a ha-ta-ta-wah-wah-wah-wah, that ain't going to move the devil. But when I can speak it as the Spirit give the utterance, hallelujah. Back in the days, we used to ask somebody, didn't they get the Holy Ghost? Oh, child, they were just quickening and they was crying on and they were just dancing. But they wanted to know the next thing they want to know, did they speak in tongues? Because I don't care how much you jump and shout and holler, if you did not speak in tongues, you still don't have it. Because you got to get that two-edged sword in your mouth. Thou shall decree a thing, and it shall be established. And the devil shall, amen, they're going to flee away from you. I want to say to you this morning, amen, it's time for you to take your stuff back. Text your name and say it's time for us to take our stuff back. Amen. Too much stuff 
been gone out of our midst. The devil done took too much of our joy. He has taken too much of our strength. I got to find me somebody that can talk with me. And we're going to take it back. I'm going to talk about Jesus and how good he been to me. I'm going to talk until my stuff start coming back. I'm going to talk until my family start coming back together. I'm going to talk until my children get saved. I'm going to talk until my finances get right. I'm going to talk. Why? Take it back. Look somebody in the eye right now and say, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back. Tell them again, they ain't convinced. I need somebody to get an attitude. You know how I come with an attitude like, you know how we can do. I'm gonna get my stuff back. <laughs> Is there anybody here? I'm mad because he took it. I'm mad because he took it. I'm going to take my stuff back. You can't be apologetic. He took your stuff. I need my stuff back. And I know how to get it back. Do you know how to get it back? Because what he wants you to do Lose your house, lose your car, stop coming in the front door and slither around the back door. But what you got to learn the secret is this, don't slither nowhere. Come in the front door. Say, say they picked my car up the other day, but I ain't going in the back door. Holler and tell somebody, I'm going to get my car back. But see, what the devil do is embarrass you, shame you, and you saying, child, how you doing? You don't speak to nobody. You come in the back door at work. Get around the corner somewhere. Let's have lunch together. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. But when you get in trouble, that's the time you still need to talk. I'm persuaded it wasn't the rock that knocked Goliath down. I believe it was the two-edged sword that David had in his mouth. He told that giant, let me tell you something. You have defied the army of the living God. I know I'm small. I know you tall. 
but I'm going to knock you down. What was he using? Words. See, you can throw a piece of sand at it and it'll knock it down if you've already used the word. So it ain't so much the rock. What it is, is the sword. He said, I'm going to knock you down and I'm going to cut your head off. And because he confessed it, the giant went down. Anybody, you got a giant that need to go down. Anybody. And it seems as if the giant is 20 feet tall and you are 5'1". Let me tell you something. When you open your mouth with that two-edged sword, it'll cut the devil's leg off. Don't be quiet. While you're catching the bus, God's gonna give my car back. While you're homeless on the street, God's gonna give my house back. Don't stop. Use your sword. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Sometimes you can't even see it. But say it till you can see it. Do what? Say it till you can see it. Ooh, Lord have mercy. You got the power. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You don't know who you are. You got everything you need right now. Don't you sit in there and be quiet. Open your mouth and declare the goodness. He went to the cross for you. He thought you was worth it. He died for you. He thought it was worth it. And some of y'all that's going to sit around and wait for the devil to politely give you something, you won't get it. Let me tell you what happened. Jesus came down in the world. Eve gave everything away on a false illusion. Jesus came into the world and what he did, man was afraid of death all his lifetime. Jesus came into the world unapologetic, went up on a cross, hung on that cross, stayed there until the blood had ran out of his body hung his head in the laps of his shoulders and says, it's finished. Main salvation is complete. Death and hell say, I got him now. Death and the grace say, I got him now. You kill him, the grace say, I'll hold him. And they held him. Friday. No, I think it was Thursday. You got him? Yeah, I still got him. 
Friday. Oh, man, we got him. We're in victory. We still got him. Sunday morning, something happening. What you talking about? Death, I killed him. The grave is sin, but something happened. I can't hold him. I can't hold him. He's coming out of the grave. And I want you to know, just like Jesus came out of the grave, you can come out of your stuff. Open your mouth. He said, I have overcome it.